Welcome to the Inside Outside Guys on News Talk 760 WJR. From the roof to the basement, from the street to the back fence, they've got you covered. Here are Chuck Bridenstine and Ken Calverly. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Housing Information You Can Trust, right here on WJR and the Inside Outside Guys. My name is Ken Carverly, and I am the Outside Guy. Good morning, everybody. Chuck Bridenstine, the Inside Guy. Happy to be with you on this uh, somewhat rainy spring day, but that's okay, right? It is. Why do you got to start with the rain, man? No, it's good. Rain it's is so good. Gloomy. Rain is good. <laughs> We've had, you know, you and I talked about this earlier. We've had like 15 days of great sunny weather, and you're going to concentrate on the rain today? It'll uh, replenish the aquifers. From people like you that deplete them caringly. <laughs> Who don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember what that was for now. And I'm hoping people enjoy listening to me a lot because with that junk you drink every day when you walk in here, I'm really concerned about your longevity. <laughs> How can you drink that? All right. I mean, a good healthy V8 and a coffee like Blech. like, like, like Chuck does. Oh, gross. Really? What gross. is with you? Both of those. Disgusting. Full of vegetables? Vegetables. I took my multivitamin this morning, pal, and my fish oil. Did you take it before or after having eaten something? I always do it in the middle of eating something. Oh, okay. Because those those multivitamins are big, and those fish oil pills are like a big. Horse tablet. Yeah. So I've got a. I'm terrible at taking medication. I've got to throw it back there, take a drink, and then eat something real quick to get Good it done. Good boy. Yeah. Hopefully they'll make Thank you prettier. You. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work for that. Hey, we we had a good show yesterday, didn't we? We we had fun yesterday. I'll tell you what, it was fun having Mr. Burkhart with us from Kanga Roofing. I love his enthusiasm. He admittedly said it was due to his being high on caffeine, but that's okay. (laughs) I get that. That's my first priority every morning. You can't talk about something I'm drinking and then just get off it because people think I got a a Bloody Mary here next (laughs) week. Actually, if it was a Bloody Mary, I, I, well, there's a celery stick and some olives and uh, tomato juice. So <laughs> it's a monster. Arguably. <laughs> it's a monster. It's a white monster. It's a zero-calorie uh, monster. So I'm watching. Which means it's full of chemicals that you can't even pronounce Yeah. to make it taste sweet. I can't drink coffee. Real natural I've sugar. never been a hot liquid drinker at all, but I still need my caffeine. This is you know, the coffee is Two cans a day, bud. What's that? I mean, co- coffee, hot coffee is a comfort food. I, I, I get it. Even in Clearwater, you know, it's 75 degrees and I'm carrying a hot coffee down to the dock. Oh, you've to, always been that way. Though. I know. It's weird. We've been, we've been up at your place. It's been 90 degrees and you have a, a coffee, <laughs> coffee in your hand. And there's a lot of people like that. But I've never been a co- I love the smell of coffee. I love the smell of coffee, but I've never been a coffee drinker. Interesting. Yeah. But I'm... No, I'm halfway healthy. Okay, you can go back You're to the other issue. I had to make sure people knew I wasn't drinking a blood. No, I just we had <laughs> this morning. I just thought we had a great day yesterday. We got to interact with the gentleman uh, that allows us to use these studios here, uh, Mr. John Yinger. We don't get to see John very yeah, often. Yeah, you're right. So that was great fun. guy. I know. Great guy. It was good to interact with him. It's funny. We pulled out of here. We both had uh, places we had to be, and I'm think, driving down the road going, you know what, we got to have breakfast with John. We, we, it's just always kind of a meet-in-passing kind of thing, you know, and those right. relationships you always feel a little frustrated by. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He's a great guy, and he's done us a great service by letting us use his studios for the last year and a half. Yeah, exactly. Um, because no one's, you know, are allowed back at the WJR studios. And, and most people don't want us around. That's true. <laughs> so let's be honest. Out of sight, out of mind, right? Right. So did we get enough rain last night, Chuck, to cause any issues with people's sump pumps and basement wall? Basements? You know, I was thinking about it. It's funny you say that. I uh, First thing I did 
I, I wondered if there was frost in the ground because when there's a lot of water pooling in your yard, usually it's because this time of year there's still frost in the ground. It's right. sinking in. Right. Our backyard, it all sank, uh, uh, sunk, sunk, sank. It all went down into the earth very quickly over the last few days for as much as we've had fall, so I don't think there's a lot of frost out there. Okay. So I think any damaged foundations from frost is probably passed for the most part. It's very insightful of you so early on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, see me at noon. <laughs> Brain fades quick. So I'm thinking, you know, the water itself, you know, if people have the uh, situation we described a couple of weeks ago in our article in the Detroit News there where their downspouts are dropping right next to the foundation, there's probably people getting water in their crawls and basements and going, oh, shoot, man. Yep. Yep. Now, we got a, an email this morning from an uh, email named Grace who says she has roots in her sump pump. She had yeah. 11, uh, about 11 feet of roots in her sump pump, yeah. and she wanted our suggestions. And, now, and was it the, I read that and read it again. Was it the sump line? Sump How croc. did you interpret it? In sump the croc. croc. Yes, okay. that's how I interpret it. And what answer do you give there? I mean, any, any vegetation outside, shrubs or trees, only way you're going to kill those roots is by killing that tree. And it's going to take time, even once you kill the tree, for those roots to die so far down. It is. Um, and there's nothing a plumber can do. So at this point, you've got to stay on top of it. That's the bottom line. That's all she can do is maintain it and keep those roots cut off until whatever's outside oh, dies. we got a chance to talk to her. You know, you'll get some uh, arborists that will come in and selectively cut roots, like where they're undermining a foundation. Uh, but they'll tell you that you can jeopardize part of the tree or all of it. Right. You know, they'll cut them off, you know, pretty proximate, pretty close to the main trunk of the tree because uh, a lot of trees are shallow-rooted. Right. Right. It's not the tap root sending those roots in. It's those shallow, you know. Those spreaders. are the ones holding them in more more anything yeah. else, holding them in place, right? Right. So, and I've always told people yeah. when we had to cut something for for concrete jobs years ago, you know, root system is basically the branch system underground. Yeah. And you can cut off a branch and the tree can live. Tree upside Same down. Same thing with the root. You can cut off a root and the tree will live. The, the tap root, like you're saying, is the main root. That's a, yeah. I've got a. I spent last week cutting down an ash tree, um, an old ash tree. And wow. uh, I got a stump. I got to get ground still out alive. Uh, actually, it, this year probably twenty percent of it would have been alive. Every year, a little percentage of it was dying and dying. So gotcha. I had to take it off. So now I got to get the stump ground down in some high roots um, for the area I was telling you about. I'm yes. doing the patio area of my Trying place. Trying to get out. Yes, that yeah. can be tough. Yep. Oh, I know. I know. Well, I'm gonna have uh, uh, <laughs> that can be tough. Someone come in and grind it down because that's what I'm going to do. So. But I, I, I guess I would challenge everybody on the cusp of your comment. If you got a crawl space, take a look down there. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, today especially, and a couple nights ago, we had a really heavy rain. Heavy. So that's a, that's a good time to look down right now. And if you see water down there, yeah, make at least you're on notice. You know that, that you have a potential for some issues down there. And the basement thing, you know, again, go back to what, what, what was that? Two to three weeks ago, we had the article on the gutters and the downspouts. Yes. Yes. Um, but reread that because a lot of the surface water that your roof is dumping uh, on the ground around your house is what's showing up in your basement. And if you can get rid of that, you get rid of basement water problems. Right, right. But it's not always that easy, right? No. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Right. You know, speaking of trees, I remember Grandma's house in uh, in Berkeley. She had a giant oak tree, probably about 15 to 20 feet out from her basement wall, and at the bottom it was probably a Four foot circumference. It was huge. And when we cut that down, her basement got flooded. 
Because those don't realize how much water is retained by those big trees. (laughs) Oh, exactly, how much it takes up. Listen. So if you have those issues, you got foundation problems, and it's not something you can solve as a homeowner. You need a professional. We do. We have a great new team partner you interviewed just uh, the other week when I was gone, right? Yes. And that new team partner for your foundation, your crawl space, you want to get those checked out by EverDry. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us. You know, you hear Ken and Chuck on the show all the time, but the reality is we're a team. We're a team. Uh, be all the JR. Uh, we're all a team here at Double JR. Yeah, I mean, the salespeople, uh, Mr. Finitary, your boss and mine. Uh, Mr. Marcero, yes, sir. But uh, probably more importantly than you and I are two people back in the studio right now today, uh, Dave Rieger and Danielle Mason. Uh, who unfortunately are getting older as we speak. As we speak, right? As we speak, because yeah. I think, happy birthday. They're not going to play the birthday song for themselves, <laughs> but it just happens not. to be both of their birthdays today, Dave Rieger and Danielle Mason, who uh, help run our show. Guys, thank you so much, and happy birthday to you both. And I know all the hosts on all the shows feel that way about the two of you. Could you guys help us all out? Any special immensely? plans today for you guys? <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, for heaven's sakes, where? Oh, okay. Well, Ford Field. Oh. So, yeah, you can always say you got vaccinated on your birthday. <laughs> Thanks for all you guys do, okay? Happy birthday. Hope it's a good one. Yeah, exactly. Very much so. Yeah, and it always beats the alternative. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> hey, uh, phone lines are open. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. We will take any and all of your phone calls. Look forward to chatting with our listeners. It seems like it's been a long time since we've had a lot of uh, free time to interact with them. Yep, let's go right to the phones and talk to Greg from Shelby. Good morning, Greg. You're on with the guys. Good morning, you guys. Yes, Mr. Positive's in the house. And I got to say, yes, happy birthday to my two favorite people, Dave Rieger and Danny Lynn Mason. I love Wait it. a minute. Oh. Wait a minute. Your two favorite people. Well, I mean, obviously. You must knock it out a lot. Okay, <laughs> so I'll back up. I'll back up. Welcome back. How was your vacation, Chuck? You got two really fragile egos here. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um, you know, let me, let me answer that question. Chuck and I were talking. We always get in and we talk and we really catch up before the show, and we have both had a phenomenal last month with our family and our kids. We have spent so much time with our children over last month. And if anyone went to the Facebook page last week, I posted a picture oh, yeah. of Chuck, his mom, all his kids in Florida, and they just all look so happy. It, they really do. And, and, and when, a blessing, man. Anyone want to see a picture of Helen, who Chuck talks about his mother all the time, there she is. And I got to say something real quick, because when I showed my, my wife the picture, I mean, her first response was, aw, and then she says, who's the dark lady? Said, That's Chuck's mom, 97 years old. 100% Polish. She is oh so God. dark. She gets a tan. I mean, it's unbelievable, her she tan. She is. She's a hoot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, real quick, because of the rain and stuff, should I get a backup uh, sump pump? What's well, you should get a backup sump pump anyway because of the rain okay. and stuff, yeah. You know, we've said for 13 years, if nothing else, have a second one identical to what you got sitting on the shelf in your basement okay. or crawl or garage um, and know how to, you know, quickly <laughs> swap them out. 
But uh, if you can have a, a backup installed, you know, by a good plumbing company, and Lord knows we've got a couple, Z Plumbers and Waterwork, um, absolutely. Foundation Systems of Michigan has a triple backup system that is just phenomenal, just phenomenal. Um, and then the ultimate backup system is a standby power uh, generator as yeah, well. Yeah, good point. Hey, so, You guys, thanks for taking my call, and everybody believe in the magic of your dreams. We agree with you, Greg. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. We'll talk to you later, buddy. God Take bless care. you. Hey, you know what? It's, it's, we're getting to that season. That's, that's a good question. 888-654-GUYS. Yeah, I think, I think he just asked a question that a lot of people have on their mind. If you can fit it into the budget, again, even if it's just having a duplicate on the shelf right by the you know, current pump, yes. So this is a prescient time because of the rain. Actually, I heard my sump pump go off a couple times last night. Isn't that um, funny? You still listen for it, or still hear it, I guess, subconsciously. Well, I hear it. You know, I get up a few times in the middle of the night when I do. You know, oh, yeah. I hear it going off, and yeah. when it was rain, it makes sense. But we did tell people, explain why they may need a water backup pump, why they may need uh, a battery backup pump, and why either one of them may be best for them. Because a lot of the questions we get is, should I get one, and what kind should I get? And right. our response is, are you on city water, or do you have a well? Right. Right. That's the big, our, our caveat. It is. You're right. That's our qualifying question. If you're in city water, that rarely fails. Right. Uh, that water is pumped into those towers, and it's gravity-fed to you, so a power outage uh, will rarely affect water flow. You'll notice everything in the house doesn't work, but you still have water. Yep. You still flush the toilet. Yep. For those of us that were not raised on city water... We discovered early, you have a power outage, you got nothing. <laughs> nothing, honey. You got nothing. <laughs> I mean, if you knew it was coming, you filled the bathtub yes. and a bucket there. Yes. You know, that you could dump into the uh, water tank in the toilet to make it flush, you know. <laughs> but notwithstanding that, then you need uh, the various, like Ken was talking about, battery-operated, like FSM has, or standby power, like you said, is the best. Boy, that is the best if you can budget it. We tell the story of a friend of ours. Uh, we did a motorcycle <laughs> trip with him, what, about 10 years ago, who had a flood, repaired the ba entire basement, refinished the basement with a backup system. Then his backup system failed and reflooded the new basement. And then he went and got a standby generator. And said so it ain't going to happen ain't gonna, again. It's not going to happen again. Yeah. Right. You are so. That's one of those stories you hear and you just shake your head and go, boy, all you can do is thank God it wasn't you, you know, because it's right. a horrible story when you, the, the money, expense, the grief. Uh, uh, yeah, the grief, effort. the insurance, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Lord. So yeah. if you have questions regarding that, we'd love to hear from you, 888-654-GUYS. Let's go to the phones and talk to Judy from Dearborn. Good morning, Judy. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Good morning. Good morning, ma'am. How can we help house, you? Hi. I live in a house that was built in 41. They remodeled in 54 and put six-by-six six ceramic tile floor in the whole basement. Wow. Yeah. And um, about five feet across and or 15 feet across and five feet wide, the tiles have tented up like they just almost looks like an earthquake came through. It's a ceramic? And it did that? Yes. Yes. Wow. My guess is a crack in the in the concrete exactly. underneath. Exactly. It has yeah. to be. It has to be movement in the concrete uh, down there below. Isn't. Okay, there's a, hmm. a window box at one end and the 
the concrete floor is not cracked there. Underneath okay. the tented tiles? It, yeah, no, it's just, um, there was a section that wasn't tiled that's in a window box. It's not cracked. Oh, okay. I was going to say there are two reasons that would do that. One would be that, you know, immediately under the tent, uh, you'd have cracking and uplift, and the other would be that the one of the the walls at either end or either side are, are somehow pressure. being forced together with yeah. pressure, external pressure, and that's pushing against the floor and causing it to tent. I got to tell you, a ceramic floor was expensive back in '54 oh to put in the basement. That's what I was thinking too. When I, you know. Said that. I know. Now, um, this isn't cracking any of the tiles; more in the joint of the tile. Okay, good, good. All right, well, let Chuck and I talk about this during the break together a little bit, and if you don't mind, hold on during the break. We'll get back, and we'll talk about this some more and Thanks, hopefully Judy. help you out. So, Chuck, last year we went to that veteran's house that Victor's put a brand-new roof on. I know. What an awesome project. What an awesome watch. project. The, the joy that Victor's brought to their this man's family was second to none. He does that on a regular basis to help people out. I so, know. One of the many reasons we like Victor's Roofing. So if you're thinking about a new roof, you should call, once again, Victor's Roofing. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Welcome back to the Inside Outside Guys. Laughing and learning 24-7 at theinsideoutsideguys.com and the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. Once again, we'll... We'll send you a warning during this show if you're driving down the road and you hear a product, a phone number, a company that you want to get a hold of. You do not have to pull over. You don't have to try to write it down as you're driving or pick up your cell phone. Just go home. Go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com. Click on Ask a Question, which, oh, hundreds of you do every week. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we'll get back with you with an answer. Yeah. Every we time. We appreciate every it. Time. We enjoy doing it. Right now we're talking to Judy from uh, Dearborn who has an issue with a very a very unusual issue, Chuck. First of all, you never see or rarely see ceramic tile on a basement floor. Exactly. Um, and it's cracking right at the joint of the... Of Tenting. The, you know, which means they're tent, uplifting. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. yeah they're uplifting. Something's putting pressure against it. Yeah, so that would imply uh, pressure either from below or from the sides. Right. Are you still with us, Judy? Might have lost her. Might have lost her, but we can finish. No, the... I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there you go. Good. Okay. Thanks, Judy. Appreciate you hanging on. I know that seems like an eternity when you're on hold like that. <laughs> right. And, and this happens to us sometimes when we get emails as well. We just we, we can't get a good enough picture without seeing it. And it rarely happens. But I think in, in this case, Judy, I mean, 90% of the time, Chuck and I said during the break, it's going to be a crack. Uh, moisture's getting up in there and, and static pressure's pushing those tiles up. Um you you don't see a crack. So a couple of things we'd suggest is one, uh, maybe Terry Russell get a couple of things. You go uh, hire Terry Russell to come out, take a look at that crack, inspect that crack, and why he's there. If you have anything else you want him to look at, he could help you out. Or we send him to a uh, basement company like Foundation Systems of Michigan or EverDry yeah. to come out and take a look at that as well. And they would provide a free inspection for you. Uh, obviously, their job is to correct those situations, but... Uh, you're literally under no obligation uh, if you talk to Everdry or FSM, and they are foundation experts. So I, you know, at least you'll get a legitimate diagnosis on what the problem is, and then have a sense of how to move forward. 
And like I said, Terry Russell is a home inspector who's seen all this kind of stuff before. He, yeah. I'm sure he could probably tell you what's going on. Um, and then why he's out, like we, re- we recommend to a lot of other listeners who we refer to him. Um, think of anything else in your house you may want him to take a look at and inspect why he's there. Does that all make sense okay, to you, Judy? We yes, sure do. It does. Let me give you FSM and Ever Dry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, about twenty, between twenty or twenty-five years ago, part of the another part of the floor lifted up, but it looked like air underneath, and it was just like a hump. Okay. And insurance came out, and somebody glued it back down, and it stayed there for twenty-five years. So. Okay, <laughs> that's fascinating. And it, you know what? It could this whole thing could be a matter of pulling those back out and putting them back down. You know, who knows? But yeah, we need to get someone out to look at it. Yeah, the way, tenting so. thing really has us concerned. Yeah, tenting, and we say tenting, it's like two tiles that are being pushed up. You know, at the edges of them. That's what you mean. And by what causes tenting. earthquakes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, FSM. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is eight seven seven three seven nine six. Four two four, okay. and then ever dry is five eight six six nine eight three zero three zero, and then um, blessed assurance home inspection. Terry Russell, you heard him him here last week, sitting in for the inside out inside guy. Uh, two four eight. Seven two two four eight. I'm sorry, four two eight eight. Seven two two four two eight eight. So who would you call first? Well, like Chuck said, all three of them will give you a free inspection. Well, no, Terry. I'm sorry, Terry uh, charged for his inspection, but it's a home inspection. The other two would give you a free inspection, and maybe you have them out, and then give us a call back yeah. or, or send us an email. And uh, we can help you out from there. And I would trust the opinion of all three of those Absolutely. with regard to the foundation. That's that's, you know, so either the first two to get a you know free inspection and see what their proposal is or analysis is, and then certainly. Great. Uh, go ahead, Judy. I will tell you that I tried to email you and it didn't go through, so I can't quite figure out why. It's just insideoutsideguys.com. Yep, or theinsideoutsideguys.com. Did you do it through our uh, website? Yes. Interesting. And it, didn't, it uh, said invalid address. Okay. Do us a favor. Um, try it again and go ahead and attach um, my email to it as well, and then I can take a look at both. My, oh, gotcha. Let me give you my email address, please. It's real easy. It's outsideguyken. At gmail.com. So anytime someone sends an email, that goes to that address, so I get to see it. But if you attach the other one with it, I can take a look at it and talk to our tech people and try to find out what's going on there. Because that can't happen. No. Okay? Thank you, Judy, so much. Good luck. Let us know how it works out, please. You're welcome. Okay. And by the way, I want to say thank you to people real quick, Chuck, because we have had more listeners and more emailers responding to us, letting us know how these projects are going when they hire some of our team partners. And that's important to know. It is important to know, yeah. especially when it's all good. 
And if you hire somebody that is not on our list at InsideOutsideGuys.com and have a great experience with them, um, we get we get those from people too, and we will follow up and look into those. Where someone says, "I hired, you know, X Y Z contracting and had a great experience with them." Oh goodness, yes. We want to know that. I mean, and, and the rare time, and I'm saying rare, we get someone who has a concern about one of our team partners. We will forward it back to our team partner, and they always take care of it. They always do. They we've, always do. We've been so blessed in that regard with the people we're dealing with. You yep. know, and it's like we said earlier. It's, yeah. just, it's a big team. We yeah. all work together, um, everyone at JR and our team partners. And, and whenever, not whenever, a lot of times we'll respond with our emails is, we would hire them to work on our own houses anytime. Yeah. So. That becomes kind of a qualifier, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everyone, phone lines are open. We want to take your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. You know, we had a uh, question yesterday after you and I talked about manufactured housing. Okay. And wanting, you know, because we had mentioned that, that that is built to the same code that your house or my house right. is built to. Right. And the question, I guess, because we, we should have addressed it but didn't, is, well, what codes are there that other housing might be built to? You know, so if, if you're buying that... Uh, 52 other ones. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, 50. I'm sorry. 50 other ones. 50. Sorry. Yeah, For now, arguably, right? <laughs> every state, you know, by road of being able to, to modify the international codes kind of has its own code. Right. But notwithstanding that, if a, if a house, if a home is intended to go down the road... Uh, permanently, in other words, go to one location, then another, then another, then another. It is typically built to a Department of Transportation standard or a HUD standard that's a little different from the building code standard. I'm so glad you mentioned this because I th I hope people are out there going, "Wow, this is interesting," because they're both homes, aren't they, Chuck? Yeah, they're both homes. So, so we're talking live about yesterday, like a mobile home. You've seen a mobile home park; those are more built towards. The transportation. Yeah, because they're intended to be moved at some point. Yeah, they have permanent axles, permanent hitches yep. attached yep. to them, permanent frames underneath them that are intended to go down the road, whereas the manufactured housing is not. It's meant to go down one time. Yeah, Be delivered time. to the house, set, and that's it. And that trailer goes back to the factory with, with right. the truck that brought it. Right. Yeah. yeah, a lot lighter and a lot thinner. Right, right. Yeah, if they're intended to be moved a lot, yeah. Well, I'm saying the trailer because you oh. know, the wide load on, on the road, you know, gotcha. goes back without all that, without all that weight. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. That's, that's that was a good question, and I guess you and I thought, you know, I'm surprised we didn't mention that. We get wrapped up in that conversation. It's like we knew we only had, I think, 12 minutes to talk about it, and yet we wanted to do a whole show on <laughs> Well, you know, it, it, you're, you're, well, we're talking codes, too. What you and I always like to remember, remind our listeners is that code are minimum standards. They're the minimum you have to do, and many things in the building industry um, you and I believe should be done above code. You know, thinking about Bill Burkhart here yesterday. Amen. Great, great example. Ventilation in an attic. There's been a minimum code standard for ventilating an attic forever. I mean, I've been in the business, you know, since we were using rocks as hammers. <laughs> and, <laughs> since you're building mud huts. <laughs> truly. And, and I think that same standard's been in there. And yet the reality is, uh, Kanga or Kearns or Pro Home or you know Victor, none of them are using that standard. They're right. using an algorithm uh, that literally their manufacturers and them put together because every roof's different. So every roof gets its own prescription for right. ventilation. And then we talk about foundations. Okay, oh, a lot of foundations when they're being made, the basement being made, it's a twenty five hundred psi concrete. Yeah, um, and a steel reinforcement. Well, you know what. 
if I'm doing concrete, I want a 4,000 PSI concrete because that's going to be above code. I want m- multiple, a lot of steel reinforcement. Uh-huh. And, and then anything else I can do that I know, Chuck, at the start of a project, that's the time to put more money into something. Oh, gosh. Right? Does that make yeah. perfect sense? You know what's funny about that? There are codes and standards like you just mentioned for that. I'm in Florida, right? We're driving all over. We all know, Chuck, you took a long vacation. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only guys like me can do that. And we're the, this construction we're driving by for new for the new highways and the overpasses had some unique things going on with it that tied into the code. And, and I, mean, I compared it to Michigan. Maybe we, when we come back, I'll expand on it. Yeah, well, we also have to take a phone call from Robert from Madison awesome. Heights. When we get back and phone lines are open, 888-654-GUYS. Are you and I going to be taking a trip Tuesday of this week? We are, we are, we are, yes. We're going to go meet some people we really enjoy that have a lifetime guarantee on their installed product. Uh, uh, think about it. a lifetime guarantee on a window. Who you does t- that? You throw a ball through a window, Who they'll does? replace the glass for a lifetime. And a pricing strategy that everybody can see, and it applies to everybody no matter where they live. Well, I'll tell you who does that and who does it well. Our good friends at Window World. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstein. Kenny C. and Chucky B. here with you on a beautiful uh, rainy Sunday morning. The there inside outside go. guys. Obviously, we're having a good time. Uh, let's go to the phones and talk to Robert from Masson Heights, who has a question about uh, brick paver repair. Good morning, Robert. You're on with the inside outside guys on WJR. Well, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I emailed Anytime. you, but I had no idea to get through. <laughs> So, my, uh, I've, I've had brick pavers down about 15 years, and a couple of rows on the steps have uh, stumped down, uh, creating a little bit of a tripping problem. So, I do need them re- re- need somebody to repair the pavers, you know, and I don't know who to call. <laughs> we got a guy. We got a guy. We got a guy. You got a pen handy? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, and for somebody that knows what they're doing, this is a fairly simple fix, and that's why we want to have you talk to Joel at Just Ask. And his number okay. is 248-535-1759. You got it. And Joel, J-O-E-L, yep. Okay. And he can take care now, of it for you. I have one other little issue. Could I bring it to your attention? Yes, yeah. we're here. Okay. I've, I've got a carom-built house that was built back in the 50s. It's brick. In the back, there's a small area where the uh, bricks have uh, started chipping off and falling. So I need some a little bit of brick repair and then maybe some cracks repaired in around the, the area. This is your lucky day. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, same guy can take care of both. Buy a lottery ticket today. <laughs> oh, the same guy? All right. Same guy. And he really can. He, this is his specialty. He is good at this stuff. Joel is my Joel is my <clears> son, and I raised him doing this kind of stuff. He's been working with me on job sites since he's twelve years Don't old. Don't you take credit because he's so. really good at what he does. <laughs> I taught him, buddy. The we get progressed and learned on his own. Every time we're on the golf course and he hits that 300, <laughs> 300 yard drive, I just look at him and say, "You remember who taught you that, kid?" 
Remember who bought you the club? Exactly. That's what I do with my son. Yeah, <laughs> I bought you the club. Exactly. <laughs> no, Joel really does know this stuff. He's good at it. He's a, he's he's not a kid. He's a good young man. He's honest. He'll he'll help you out. Well, very good. I'm glad I yeah, I got through. Like I said, you got we me are too. coming from me. So. Robert, I, I I think I saw your email. I think you're next on the list, but. I'll say hi. Ignore his email. <laughs> I'm not going to ignore anyone's email. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Robert, thank you so much for the call, buddy. Stay well. Thank you. Bye. You're, you're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> that's great Sometimes stuff. Sometimes we have too much fun. And, and i got to say, anybody that's got that kind of issue that's listening to us, uh, Joel really can handle that stuff for him. Uh, I mean, it's a perfect job for him, both of those. So don't hesitate to call. Yeah, he, he's about to get real yeah. busy with uh, concrete and uh, pavers and all. Oh that. yeah, yeah, but real busy, <laughs> real busy. <laughs> all right, remind me what we were talking about before we went to break last time. I have no idea. You do too. <laughs> I Come really on. don't. I don't. I don't have a clue. <laughs> that was that was like a week ago. <laughs> Yeah, old guys can't remember what we're talking about, right? <laughs> he can. The phone lines are open, 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Yeah, we want to make sure we hear from you because we know people got questions. They're constantly asking them of us. And here's the thing. If you've got a question, kind of like Robert just now, uh, chances are that there's another 1,000 people out there that are thinking the same thing and wondering what to do about it. I wonder, we should have asked him if he did his spring walk around to discover those issues. Oh, yeah. You know, we haven't even talked about that, that uh, what we did a couple weeks ago. I mentioned it last week, but yeah. we had a lot of fun, didn't we? You in Florida, <laughs> me in Michigan. We'll tell you about this in a minute. Let's go ahead. Before we get to the, the big break, let's talk to Francis in Flushing, who has a question about a crack in her ceiling. Good morning, Francis. You're on with the guys. Hi. Um, thank you for taking our call. We have... Um, the crack in the ceiling and the walls are coming in, and we thought it was due to water. And we had a, a trench dug out to uh, a sewer in the back. And uh, that, that is taking care of that problem. But we decided that the pine tree that's close by has got huge tree, tree trunks, I mean uh, roots, and that's putting the pressure on the side of the building and that's what's caused the crack in the ceiling and the walls are pressing in. But my nephew is concerned that the ceiling is that popcorn-type ceiling, and he thinks that might have asbestos in it. And we don't know how to get it tested, who to test it, to tell us whether there's um, asbestos in it or not. And if so, who could we get to repair it? Well, all great questions. They are. And, and the guy that we're going to give you to repair it will likely be able to tell you if that's asbestos or just a cellulose popcorn. Um, how, old is, how old is the house? Uh, 1980. Yeah, so it, it could very four, well not be. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. four units in the building, and I happen to be on the south end of the building. Okay. Yeah. Well, right you might talk to, to the pine tree. <laughs> Love that tree, except for the roots. I was going to say you might talk to other people. Well, the, the tree's going to come down now. Yeah. Well, now, got to be careful. We were just talking about that uh, a couple minutes ago. If that's that close to the house, that that root system is soaking up a lot of water. So, something that you should be, at least be aware of. 
Yeah, it's a darned if you do, darned if you don't. Right, right. And a good arborist can help you with that. But the guy uh, for the drywall. We had the water. Last, Go ahead. Uh, last Tuesday, they came out and they dug this trench and uh, put the pipe in. And so the water is when we've had rain on Wednesday and then uh, last night we had rain. The water can go down the downspouts Good. and out to the ceiling. Good, we like that. So you're, you've taken a lot of the static pressure off of that. So we, we, we like that. That sounds like advice we would have given but in an article in the Detroit now News. Are, are going the whole side of the house, and they're large roots. So I know I'm certain that that's put the pressure on the walls there, and Absolutely. that caused that ceiling to crack. You betcha. Well, let's give you a couple different phone numbers, right, Ken? Yep. Okay. Um, for the drywall, talk to our friend Jim at JPC. And JPC. his phone number is 734-904-0016. Now, Chuck, I don't think you mind. I want to give her another drywall that I actually referred this morning. Who's Always little, good to have a couple. A little bit closer to her. Steve? Um <laughs> Neto's Drywall, yeah. N-E-T-O apostrophe S. And the phone Neto's number is Neto's, N-E-T-O-S, Drywall. M-E-T-O-S? N is in Nancy. Okay. And the phone number is 586-615-2626. And he does travel, okay? Um, when we get back from break, you can go, you know, you can go ahead and hang up. We'll give some more uh, numbers out when we get back from break because this is the long break. We greatly appreciate your call. Chuck, you're talking about plumbers. We're talking about that time of year, isn't it? Backup sump pumps. Oh. Backup sump pump. Backup sewer lines. And what we love about this team partner is they don't always have to tear out that sewer line. I know it. They can scope it out and then maybe repair it without digging anything up. And and the the, the disruption that saves a homeowner is oh, is worth tremendous tremendously. So we're going to make this next segment the inside outside guys brought to you by Z Plumbers.